When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, what's up? It's Fanna. Welcome back to another episode of My Thoughts Exactly. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so happy you're here. I hope you guys are having a great week. I, for one, you guys, I'm so exhausted. I had my brother and his two friends come in this weekend and I cannot hang like I used to. I really, really cannot. Um, Had to show them the full Nashville experience and like I said, can't hang like I used to. I am so tired, but had such a great weekend. It was so fun to see them. We all had such a good time and I hope you guys had a lovely weekend as well. Now, as you can tell by the title of today's episode, today we're going to have a little chit chat. Today we are going to have a little bit of like a life talk. I actually had a similar conversation, like a similar conversation about this topic with my therapist literally today, (laughs) literally today. Love therapy, 10 out of 10 would recommend. Um, But I had a really, really good conversation with her about this. And this was not the episode that I was planning on filming today. I was planning on filming something else. But after having this conversation with her and just like my own thoughts surrounding this topic, I thought that it would be really good just to kind of dive deep into it with you guys because I highly, highly doubt that I am the only person that has ever experienced these feelings or, you know, experiencing a little bit of a challenge in this type of transition of life. And I think that, you know, I think it's important to talk about it because I don't see a lot of people talk about it. And I I don't really like when people say that the whole like, I don't ever see someone talk about this type of thing. Um, But I really, I, I don't see a lot of people talk about this. And I feel like, there's got to be other people out there that are kind of in the same boat. So basically that boat that right now I feel like I am sailing alone, but hopefully some of you can join that boat with me or hopefully not. But if you are, welcome aboard. And that feeling is the challenges and adversities that come along of and with 
growing up, getting older, feeling unfulfilled, and not knowing what to do about it. And I feel like I need to break that down because I feel like whenever you hear the word like unfulfilled, it's like, oh my God, like she hates her life and like she hates everything that's going That's not the case. So to me, what that looks like, and again, as I said, when you hear the word unfulfilled, a lot of times it's like this big scary word that and like, you know, it is really negative and it can put a blanket statement on a lot of things, which is not true. I live in an amazing house. I love where I live. I have a beautiful dog. I have a wonderful relationship. I have great friends. I have all of the things, right? I have an amazing job that I love. I have you guys, like I have all of it, right? And so because of that, I have been having to like look at myself in the mirror a little bit and do a little bit of introspective thinking to be like, okay, I have it. Like all of the things that I've wanted growing up, all of like, you know, the relationship and the friendships that I've made over the past, you know, year and a half being here and all of the growth that has come from that, I've had it. So why am I now sitting here being like, oh, I still don't feel fulfilled. Like what's next? Like what's going on? And that's kind of where I've been feeling a little bit stuck and challenged is because I don't know why I've been feeling like that, but I think I've kind of cracked the code a little bit. So I think for me, a lot of the introspective thinking that I have been doing lately has had a lot to do with comparing my life in my late teens, early 20s to now where I am in my current life and, you know, moving to Nashville and like becoming a legit adult. And like now it's like, okay, this is like, you know, the coming of age moment and like you do your taxes and you go grocery shopping and you do all the things and all the things that come with being an adult. And so because of that, when I feel these feelings of like, oh, I'm literally an adult now. I actually have an adult life and I still feel so young. That's the thing. It's like, I have all the adult things. I still feel so young and I feel kind of stuck in that. And this is by no means supposed to come off as ungratefulness because I feel like, as I just mentioned, like I am so grateful for all of the things that I have in my life. It is just kind of this this piece of me that I feel like is trying to figure itself out. And again, I'm so grateful for what I have in my life. I am thankful for it every single day. And that doesn't mean that, you know, me saying that I'm unfulfilled or me saying that I feel a little bit like stuck right now doesn't mean that I'm not grateful for that. It's just, it's its own separate entity. And so for me, what I've had to look at is like, okay, why am I feeling this way? Why do I feel like I, you know, I'm feeling a little stuck and I don't like the word stuck because I feel like we're never stuck. Like none of us should ever feel stuck. We're never, ever, ever stuck for the most part. You know, there's certain, you know, unfortunate circumstances, but for the most part, we're never going to be stuck. And so instead of saying stuck, I've been saying unfulfilled instead, just because it, I don't know, it just makes me feel a little bit better because when I feel or when I hear the word stuck to me, by definition, it just means like, incapable of change and what's weird is I'm typically afraid of change but right now I'm like really craving it and again like 
it's hard to explain this and I've tried to explain it to my friends and I feel like they don't really know what I'm talking about when I'm trying to explain how I'm feeling at this point in time. But again, as I was saying, what I've been doing in the introspective thinking is going back and saying, okay, why do I feel like this? Why do I feel like I am unfulfilled? And I go back and I look at you know, my late teens, early 20s, and it's very easy to put the pieces together. You know, in high school, in college, even though I only went for one year, we don't need to talk about that. Um, You know, it's just, it's easy to put the pieces together when I think about it like that, because I'm comparing life now to a time where, because it's literally the only thing that I know, I'm comparing life now to a time where I had no responsibility. I could pretty much, you know, do what I wanted when I wanted. And that came with its own set of challenges. And essentially it just, I compare it to a time where life was so freeing. And like, I, I talk about this with my friends a lot when we always kind of say that we never knew how good we had it growing up because you don't think about all the things you don't have to pay for utilities or taxes, or like, you don't have to worry about like, all you got to worry about is like where you're at right there in this moment. And that was it. And there's such a beauty in that. Now, granted, I think the grass is always greener on the other side. I think there's two sides to the coin here. I think growing up, I've always wanted what I have now. And now I'm kind of in a place of like, oh, I never knew how good I had it back then. You know, it's, so it's an interesting comparison. And again, I'm not trying to come off as ungrateful or anything, but these are just me like kind of spilling the thoughts that I have in this moment. And I, you know, have been asking myself again, why? So I think the why factor there is because all I really have to compare to in life right now is that part of my life where everything was like freeing and I had not a care in the world. And especially like with COVID and everything, like COVID, you know, added such a factor that is so indescribable. And like, it's very hard to like, we'll never hopefully ever have to deal with again. And it was so hard for so many people. And luckily I was in a position where I was able to go back and, you know, live with my parents and uh, my brother was there and I was with my family all the time. And as things started to, you know, loosen up with the regulations and the rules and all of that, I was able to see my friends more. And it was just, you know, it was literally like, I don't know, like, I don't know how to explain it, but it was just, it was a time where I was really able to spend quality time with the people that I love. And I still am able to do that, but it's just in a different setting now. And what I've kind of come to terms with, and this is something that I talk to with my therapist a lot is, you know, it's just life. Like, this is what life looks like. Like you grow up, you evolve, you get older. Like this is what's supposed to happen. This is, you know, the natural progression of life. Like you graduate from being the young, naive teenager who, you know, is still thinks that like there's rainbows and butterflies and all that. And then you kind of graduate into young adulthood where it's, that's where I'm at now, which is I'm in a house with my boyfriend and we have a dog and life is great and it's amazing. But again, there's still that small thing in the back of my head of like not feeling like I'm living life to the fullest. And that's really what it's come down to for me. It doesn't have anything to do with anyone in my life or anyone that I like my friends, my family, Hayden, like it doesn't have to do with any of that. It's simply me. Like this is a me problem. This is a me feeling. And the reason that I've been feeling this way is because I feel like I'm not taking advantage of living. This has nothing to do with anything else other than the fact that I simply feel feel like I have not been taking advantage of living life to the fullest. I'm someone who I've talked about this before. I'm a by the book planner. Like I 
am not someone who is spontaneous. I need two to three business days to make plans with someone. Like if someone ever texts me and they're like, do you want to go do X, Y, Z right now? I kind of have a little bit of an anxiety attack because I'm like, I, I like what right now? Like, I don't know, even if I'm not doing anything, like it just stresses me out. And I'm kind of changing that narrative a little bit, which I never thought that I would do. I never thought that I would be the person that like is wanting to be more spontaneous just because I've been so comfortable being comfortable in my planning and in my structure and having things done a certain way. But what I'm realizing now is that I don't want to wait for life. Right now is really the perfect time for me to take advantage of life because I, you know, I have a dog, obviously I have church, but you know, I don't have kids at the moment. I don't have, you know, certain things that would hold me back. And I think that that's a big thing too. And I think a lot of times when people are feeling how I'm feeling right now, it's because they have certain variables that they feel like are holding them back. And again, everyone is going to feel different in this, whether that's you have kids, whether it's, you know, a financial thing, whether that's, you know, you have someone to take care of you, whether that's like a family member or whoever, like there's all these different factors that are going to play out for each individual person. And I was having a conversation with Hayden about it because I feel like I have gotten into a routine of sameness and I'm doing the same thing every day. especially someone who you know works from home and I rarely leave my house or I I used to I'm trying to change that I really am trying to change that but before that like I really got stuck in this routine of doing the exact same thing every single day and I do think that a lot of people can relate to that especially when it comes to people who work from home because we don't go to an office you know I'm doing the same thing every day and it's great I love working from home I wouldn't change it for the world but I think that there is a factor in that of feeling like things are just mundane because I'm not really talking to anyone. I'm not having any interaction because I don't I don't really do meetings. I don't do any of that. I just I do my research, I do this, I record, you know, I have my team and all of that, but I'm not like communicating with people on a day-to-day basis. And so it's different. And I feel like because of that, I oftentimes feel like I'm in this cycle of sameness. And I think that there's a lot of ways that that can change. And I think that I was, I was thinking about this earlier. I think that this is where like romanticizing your life really comes into play because, you know, in the spirit of taking advantage of life and living life to the fullest, part of that is romanticizing the day-to-day things. When I say live your life to the fullest, I don't mean like, you know, the extravagant stuff. It's going to look different for everyone. But when I say it, like to me, that means the little things are just as exciting as the big things, you know? It's like the little things every day that you do, to make your day special. And what I've been trying to do is switch up my routine a little bit. Instead of staying home every day and doing my research, going to a coffee shop and doing my research or going somewhere with a friend and doing research while they're also working or just changing up the scenery, changing up the background a little bit. Because I think it's really easy, again, to just feel like, okay, this is my analogy, ready? Okay, so if you ever watch SpongeBob, You'll remember the episode where, or hopefully you do, where Squidward moves, I can't believe I'm talking about this, Squidward moves to like the place he's always wanted and he, it's like this utopia or that's how like they describe it with, it's like a utopia, everything is like perfect, whatever, that's not the point. The point is, is that he lives the same life over and over and over and over again, like every single day and he, in that he gets more and more 
depressed. He gets more and more depressed. And again, I think there is something to be said here because this could come off as very much like first world problems and like, oh, I feel so bad for you. Like, you know, you have to, you have like friends and then a life and a boyfriend and whatever, and you feel unfulfilled. And that's not the message I'm trying to convey here. It's more so like, I understand the privilege that I have with having these things, but that doesn't take away the feeling that I'm feeling. I think my feelings are still valid in that. And I know I'm not the only one. I've had conversations with friends about this. I've had conversations with family members about this and they've all been able to relate on some level. And I think that that just goes to show that there are other people out there that are having, you know, similar frustrations and going through similar challenges like that because especially when you're in this kind of in the middle phase of I'm not a super grown like adult or at least I don't feel like it and I'm not like you know a high school college kid anymore and I'm kind of in the middle I feel like a lot of people don't really talk about what that middle is like sometimes and how you have to make life happen for you like whatever that looks like and I think it's just so important to take advantage of it like I was saying like I've been such a hardcore planner my entire life and now I'm kind of asking myself this question of why what am I waiting for why am I just waiting around you know life is so precious and I think I'm really starting to you know I've I've obviously have always known that but I think in having this epiphany of everything that I'm talking about, I've really noticed and appreciated life a lot more. And within that, everything can change so quickly at the drop of a hat, something can change and God forbid it ever does. But, you know, I do want to take advantage of life while I can. And I think that, like I said, I know everyone's different. Everyone has different things that are holding them back, whether that's your job that's holding you back or, you know, your if you have kids and you can't just drop everything, like of, of course you wouldn't be able to do that. Or again, whether it's finances or expenses or anything, like everyone's going to have their different reasons of what holds them back. But because of that, I think you're going to be able to curate what living life to the fullest looks like for you based off of your life right now. Now for me, like I've mentioned, and because I can really only talk from my personal experience and I'm really interested to see what you guys have to say about what that looks like for you. But you know, for me and my personal experience, I don't have kids yet. Again, I have church and I was been telling Hayden, like, I want to live life more. Like I want to experience life more. I want to you know, experience the little things more. I want to love the little things more. I want to, you know, just be more spontaneous as a person, which is a little bit different, but it goes hand in hand. And that's what I'm looking forward to in life at this moment. And that's kind of my mantra for right now is what can I do to be my best? What can I do to have a life where I feel happy and like super fulfilled. Like what's going to make me feel most fulfilled right now? Like right now I don't really have like a hobby. I don't really have, you know, something that I feel like is just mine for me. And so for example, right now I don't feel like I have a hobby. Well, it's not that I don't feel, I don't have a hobby. I think having a hobby would really change that and change this feeling of like kind of being unfulfilled because I would be able to pour my passions into something. I am very passionate about content creation and like being online and killer instinct and my thoughts exactly. I'm super passionate about that, but I want something to be passionate about outside of work. And I think that that's really important for anyone, to be honest, regardless of what field you're in. I think it's really important to have kind of like a passion project as well 
well and something that you're able to do that's just for you, something that makes you happy, something that makes you feel good. I know for a while I was really into art. I was really into painting when COVID hit. I was doing a lot of painting and it just was really relaxing and made me feel good. But I stopped doing that. Um, but that's just like one example. I think that, you know, if you're able to find a hobby, something that makes you happy, I think that that would be something that would really help. And again, that's just kind of like a smaller thing. And it doesn't even have to like be expensive. You know, your hobby could be like going for hikes or like nature walks or walking the beach. Like there's different things that will suit different people, obviously. Like I know when I lived in San Diego, I had different hobbies, but that was mainly I liked to go on beach walks and I liked to go on nighttime drives. That was like my two favorite things to do. And I don't really have any beaches in Nashville and I could go on drives too, but it's just, it's different. I have like my special little route that I would always go to. I think a part of all of this is, you know, just growing pains too. I think that, you know, it's hard to rationalize sometimes that you're outgrowing certain stages of your life. But I also think it's equally as important to be excited and grateful for the new stages that you're entering. And like I was mentioning earlier, when talking to my therapist about this, we were saying that just because one chapter of life is closing doesn't mean it can't cross over into the next. Meaning, you know, just because I associate my younger college teenage days with freedom and spontaneity doesn't mean that that freedom and spontaneity can exist in the stage of life that I'm at now. It's just going to exist in different ways. It's going to look different as it should. And that's something to be super excited about and super grateful for is that, you know, now I'm at a point where, you know, you know, if me and Hayden wanted to go on a trip tomorrow, like we could. And I think that that's something to be super grateful for. And just to be able to, you know, say I can take control of my life. You know, I am in a space where I can take control of my life and what I want to do and who I want to surround myself with. And being open to that is way more exciting than dwelling on what no longer is, you know? So for me, what I'm now trying to reposition my perspective as is I can be super grateful for the past and, you know, the past few years of my life that I have had an amazing time. I've made amazing friends, amazing connections. You know, I've truly been so blessed with my family and my friends and that carries over but I can also be even more excited for what's to come. Like the future is going to be so amazing and to look at it in a positive way, not in a way that I'm afraid of or in a way that scares me because I think a lot of times I don't think I'm the only one in this. Like it's intimidating. It's daunting, you know, becoming an adult, becoming a real person in a real world with real responsibilities is daunting. Sometimes I have this conversation. I think I get like several texts throughout the week from my friends being like, dude, like what the fuck is going on? Like, how are we like normal, like adults? Like, how are we like, you know, normal people functioning in society? And I think a lot of that has to do with like, we never get taught in school like you know day-to-day adult things but that's a conversation for a different day but I think that you know it's just really important to realize that two things can exist at the same time being super grateful for the past 
and also very excited about the future. You don't have to live in the past. You can have certain, like, again, as I was saying, the spontaneity, that freedom can cross over. It's just going to look a little bit different as it should. And there's ways to be equally as excited about that. So as I was saying, I think that hobbies are super important. You know, finding something that feels good for you, finding something that lights you up, finding something that makes you excited about life, excited to get up in the morning. I think that everyone deserves to have something in their life that literally just lights their whole world up. I think that that's so crucial and so important. I also feel like I need to kind of put a little bookmark here and say that I very much understand that there are going to be points in life where things are going to be in a cycle of sameness. You're going to ride waves of that. And I think it's equally as crucial to understand and accept that that's normal. It's so normal to feel like that. It's normal to feel like you're just doing kind of the same day-to-day things on a day-to-day basis because that's just what life is. It simply is. You're going to go to work. You're going to, you know, come home and decide what you want for dinner every night. You're going to, you know, get annoyed. You're going to have bad days. Like that's just a part of what life is and it's important to accept that and I think it's also it's I think it's like a beautiful thing almost you know and I'm not trying to sit here like being like oh bad days are great no because they fucking suck and everyone hates them so again I think that even though they suck and no one likes them there is beauty in the full circle picture of that so blanket statement in this is you know again like I've been saying I've been feeling pretty unfulfilled and I want to find ways in my life where I can feel that I am you know, fully living life to the fullest because I just, I feel like I want to be able and look to look back and say, you know what I did? Like I lived life to the fullest. I, you know, I did what I wanted to do. I was spontaneous. I was, you know, all of these things, which again is so crazy for me to say. I never thought I would be the person to say that because I'm so not a spontaneous person, but I'm trying, we're trying to evolve here. And I want to do things that challenge me and that push me to be my best. And I want to implement steps in order to do that. Like, for example, this doesn't, I mean, this kind of falls into it because it's just making well, you guys can decide. But for example, it's just, you know, with me and my fitness routine, I've just been very mundane about it. I've, you know, kind of just la-di-da'd my way through it, done the same things. And, you know, I'm not really pushing myself. I'm not really pushing my boundaries. And I, yes, a couple days ago, I don't remember when, but a couple days ago, I finally signed up to just get a personal trainer so I can actually have someone who's pushing me and, you know, pressing my boundaries farther than I would. And I know some of you might look at that and be like, okay, like that's ridiculous and whatever you want to say about it. But you know, for me, the bigger picture of that is challenging myself. I want to challenge myself. I want to challenge myself in mostly all facets of life. So that way I can evolve and be better. And I think that that was a big part of it too, with feeling unfulfilled is like, well, I'm feeling unfulfilled because I feel like I you know, I'm not doing anything that's stimulating my mind to want to be greater. You know, I'm not doing anything where I feel like I am evolving to be better. And I think I, I would like to think I'm like an okay person. Like I think I'm pretty nice and I think that I'm hardworking and all of that. But, you know, when it comes to 
being best not only for myself and my mentality, but for the people around me too. Like I want to be the best version of myself and what is it going to take for me to get there? So there's that aspect of it as well. And so I don't want to wait around anymore to just like wait for one day where it's going to wake up and click and I'm just going to be the best version. Like I want to actively take the steps in order to do that. So maybe that's like a separate topic in this is, you know, being the best version of yourself. But I kind of feel like it goes hand in hand because when you're living life to the fullest and you are, you know, doing whatever makes you feel happy and whatever makes you feel fulfilled in life, I feel like simultaneously you are evolving to be better because of that, because you are taking risks, because you are pushing yourself, because you are challenging yourself. And when we sit in these cycles of sameness and feel mundane, it's because we're not challenging and stimulating our minds the way that we deserve to be. So this is pretty much my pep talk of trying to convince you that there, if there, you know, if there is something out there that you want to do that you're afraid to do because either you're afraid of failure or you are afraid of whatever it is. If you're afraid of change, if you're afraid of trying something new, if you're afraid of rejection, I think that it's so important to remember that we never know how much time we have and it's just crucial to live life to the fullest and it's crucial to do things that make you happy. Say yes when you want to do something and as important as that is, it's also equally as important to say no to shit you don't want to do. If there's something, if there's whether it's a social activity, whatever it is, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. You know, do what makes you happy in life. Do what makes you fulfilled. Find different hobbies. Find friends within those hobbies. And again, I know it's easier said than done, but I think that it's just really important to recognize that nothing's going to change if nothing changes. And that's kind of the mentality that I finally hit a wall with. I was like, I keep doing the same thing every day, feeling the same way every day. And I'm complaining that nothing is changing. So the math is not mathing. No, but we, I think it's seriously, like I do think that it's really, really important to recognize that if that's how you are feeling. And again, it always comes in waves. But if that is similar to how you were feeling, I think it's important to recognize. And I think it's important to ask yourself, okay, what can I do? Because again, it's all going to look different for everyone. What can I do to start actually living life to the fullest? Whether that's taking the trip, whether that is saying how you feel, whether that is going out on a little date night, whether that's with a friend, partner, or with yourself, whatever that's going to look like for you to make you feel like you are being more fulfilled in life. Because at the end of the day, when life, when it's all over, like when it's all over, like you're never, I know it's all the corny shit, right? Like, oh, you're never going to look back and regret it all the times that you like, you know, went out or said what you wanted to say or all those things. But again, as we say, cliches are cliches for a reason. And, you know, I, I really think it's important and I want that for me and I want that for you guys. Like I want you guys to feel fulfilled in life and I want you to feel like you have a passion for something. I want you to feel like there is a purpose for it all. And I think that it's important to, you know, accept that everything happens for a reason to let life kind of flow and continue the way as it should be. But it's also important to remember that you're in the driver's seat. 
you are in the driver's seat of your life. And I know sometimes there is, you know, outside circumstances that make that look different for different people. And again, I'm really, what I'm hoping I'm not coming off right now as is like really out of touch with reality because I do think I'm in, again, like, as I mentioned, like a spot where I understand, like I work from home, I have a, uh, you know, I, I live an amazing life. Like I have nothing to complain about, but this isn't me complaining about my life. This is me complaining. Well, I guess it is me complaining, but it's me coming to the realization that I should be appreciating it more, you know, and living more and challenging myself more. And I don't think appreciating it is the right word because I am like, you guys have no idea how grateful I am for everything and everyone that I have. But I just think what I'm trying to get at is the realization where, you know, it's important to feel fulfilled because you could have it all but if you don't feel fulfilled then you're not going to feel happy and then what's the point and so I think that feeling fulfilled is super important I feel like it's important to not feel stuck and when you are stuck and again remember you're not stuck you're just unfulfilled but when you are feeling that feeling I think it's important to redirect I think it's important to like introspectively talk to yourself and be like okay what's what is the root of this like where is this what's the core where is this coming from and navigate it from there and like I mentioned as we grow older because I know a lot of you have grown up with me and I feel like a lot of you have seen me in a lot of different phases and you know as we grow older it's important to recognize that yeah we are getting older that's how life works it's natural it's progression but it doesn't mean that life is like over I kind of feel like when I hit 26 I had kind of like a quarter life crisis just one year late. I feel like that's kind of what happened. And so for the past couple of months, I've just been kind of trying to reconcile that in my mind and recognize what that means to me and what that looks like for me. And to me, it just means that I want to be more conscious and prioritize living life to the fullest more taking control of my life more, saying yes more, being more spontaneous, you know, just all of those things that I feel like I've held myself back from for a long time because I've been afraid of change or rejection or all of those things. Like I have equally, like if you've ever been afraid of any of those things, I am so terrified. So I'm equally as terrified, like we're in it together, but I do just want to vocalize the importance of it because even though it's scary I think what's scarier is not doing anything about it and that's where kind of like it hit me in the head is I was like okay again I keep saying these things I keep saying I'm feeling this way to myself but like I'm not doing anything to change it I'm not doing anything to fix it so right now you and I are going to make a pact that we are going to start living life to the fullest if that is what you want because I know that that's something that I'm actively going to do and again it's going to look different for everyone it's going to feel different for everyone if you're someone who just wants to start with the little things because the little things like I said can feel like the big things when done right we have a whole well (laughs) that sounded weird but we have a whole episode on romanticizing your life that you should go watch and it will give you ideas we go into more detail about the little things that can be done in life to help feel more fulfilled and well-rounded and just happier because again I think the little things are equally as important I'm gonna stop saying that um but yes that is the pact that we are going to make and you can comment below if you are in it with me And again, I just, I think it's just, I wanted to talk to you guys about it today because I do think that sometimes feeling unfulfilled is too normalized. 
I feel like in society and just what I've seen from like, you know, being on social media and I see it a lot on TikTok and Instagram, people talking about just, you know, being okay going through the day to day and not really feeling like they're living life. And it makes me sad because I feel like I've oftentimes been in that same boat. I feel like I'm in that same boat right now. And it makes me sad because again, I feel like everyone should feel that sense of fulfillment. Everyone should feel excited about life. Everyone should feel like they have something to look forward to. And I want that for all of you. And I want that for myself as well. And I think that having that is a big game changer. And I think that it just will make all of us feel a lot more well-rounded and a lot more and a lot happier. I wish there was another word. I feel like I've said happy like 17,000 times in this, but I think you guys get my point. But again, I'm, I, I understand that, you know, I don't have a lot to complain about, but I hope that this doesn't come off as me complaining about my life. It's more so me expressing a feeling that I have to want to just live more that's it. And I strongly encourage you and I hope that we can be in on this little pact together. And with that being said, you guys, that is all for me today. Let me know what you think. Let me know what your ideas are of living life a little bit more to the fullest, taking advantage of opportunities more, being, you know, able to put yourself out there a little bit more. You know, I think I think I know I said that this is all (laughs) that's all for me today, but clearly not. I think, like I said, I think that, you know, we oftentimes shelter ourselves because we are afraid of what could happen if we put ourselves out there and not just in relationships, but friendships or in the workplace or whatever it is, or whether that's just like independently yourself and finding your own identity. Like that's a scary thing to do, but it's such a beautiful thing that's going to lead to such a positive thing at the end. And again, you know, it's not, not to say that it's, you know, I hope it works out in your favor if you like put yourself out there in a certain way, but just know that if it doesn't, you are being redirected into a path that is meant for you and to not let that stop you from continuing to take advantages of life and to take opportunities and take advantage of that or to live life to the fullest or be in control of your own life and be in that driver's seat. So just remember that you are in charge here. You are in charge of your life. You get to choose what you want to do with it. And I hope that you live it to the fullest and take advantage of it as much as you can. And we're going to do it together. You and I, I know it's scary. I'm a little nervous too, but we're going to do it together. And with that being said, you guys, now that is all for me today. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of My Thoughts Exactly. My name is Savannah. If you're new here, I'm your host of My Thoughts Exactly. And I will be back next week with a brand new episode for you guys. Make sure you subscribe. That way you never miss one. We post every Thursday on YouTube and all podcast platforms and you're not going to want to miss it. I'll be back next week with a brand new one for you guys. And in between then and now, I'm going to make a pact with you. I'm going to have done something that I have not done before. I'm going to try something new. I'm going to find a new hobby. I'm going to go. I'm going to switch up my routine. The cycle of sameness is going to end and we will reconvene next week. I love you. Bye guys. 